0: Luke chapter 2, verse 1 through 15. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, and it reads a little different than the King James, the New American Standard, which I usually read from, or the New King James. But this is more in story form, and being the story of Christmas, I thought it was a good time to read this. I, I really enjoy the way it reads. It says, At the time of the Roman Emperor Augustus, at the time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed That a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancestral home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was obviously... Now pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and she laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. And they were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Do not be afraid. He said, I bring you good tidings that will bring great joy to all people. Verse 11 says, The Savior, yes, Messiah the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. And when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let us see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. I want us to read verse 7 together and I know your version is slightly different so you don't have to read it out loud but look at that again glory to god in the highest and peace on earth to those whom god is pleased or to those with whom god is pleased when we look at luke's account here of the story of jesus birth we see five aspects at least of what i would call in this message the spirit of christmas and as i said that phrase is not used in the word of god but the the basis for this premise is And in this, uh, we don't see, we don't see stress, anxiety, traffic or shopping rage. (laughs) We don't see depression. We don't see loneliness. We don't see materialism or overspending. We don't see competition. We don't see any of those things in this story. Now, I, I am certain that there were, there were some of these things present because there was some fear in the shepherds when they saw the angel scared them. And the angel said, don't be afraid. There was probably some anxiety, some stress in Mary and Joseph when they couldn't find a place and she was about to have a baby when they couldn't find a, a place for the night. And I can imagine there must have been some stress, there must have been some anxiety, there must have been some fear, there must have been some of these things, maybe, maybe uh, several things. Uh, definitely there was some materialism because the inn was full and no doubt the innkeeper was thrilled. He was making lots of money during this, uh, this taxation. But I, I want us to realize that what we see here, what the angels told us, was not about those things. And the spirit of Christmas is not about materialism. It's not about stressing yourself because you've got all these cookies to bake or we've got family that's going to be here. I know, I know that sometimes we get overwhelmed with these things, but that's not what Christmas is about. And we need to refocus. That's what this message really is about this morning. Refocusing. Don't worry about who's coming, whether they'll think your house is nice enough, whether, there's, whether the kids have made a mess in the floor. Don't worry about those things. This is about Jesus. Amen? It's about joy to the world. This is about some great things. It's about the spirit of Christmas. And when we look at all of these things and we get stressed, we, we have anxiety, we have anger, we have depression. Even even in times of loneliness. And, and I understand if you don't have anybody with you on Christmas, I can imagine a very lonely time. Or if you've lost a loved one, this is a, it's a hard time. I, I understand that. But I want you to realize that even though that person or those people that you wish were with you might not be there our God will never leave us never forsake us and one of the names of Jesus is Emmanuel God with us amen amen so here's what we do see let me read this again I'm just going to read parts of it in verse 10 the angel said don't be afraid I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. And then in verse 14. Glory to God in the highest heaven. And peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. What we do see here is hope. Because we had no hope. And a savior had come. I, I'll, take, I'll take a few moments and talk about each of these in a few moments. I'll go on. We, we see hope. We see joy. We see the promise of salvation. We see worship toward God. We see peace to those with whom God is pleased. And these, these qualities of that first Christmas that was, that was found in the announcement of the angel of the birth of Jesus Christ should be prevalent in our lives today. And if they're not, then our Christmas is a little bit out of kilter. If we're stressing too much, if we're, if we're worried, if we're anxious, if we're, if we're angry at, at the shopping mall because somebody stepped in front of us in line or whatever, then we, you know, and we're all human don't get me wrong, but if if that's what's going on in our hearts and our minds, then we need to get back to the real spirit of Christmas, which is, again, hope and joy, love. Love is not mentioned in, in my study here, but that's definitely there, because without the love of God, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Love of God, the promise of salvation, worship toward God, peace to those with whom God is pleased, and i want us to consider that most of the time these struggles that we're that we're dealing with the things that we're having a hard time with they all seem to steal our peace they seem to steal our peace peace on earth goodwill toward men they seem to steal our peace they seem to steal our goodwill toward men it's difficult people are so difficult when you're out in public this time of year how many of you here on black friday and i know that's been maybe close to a month ago but on black friday you hear all these stories of fights over these not a vcr that's what first came to my mind we don't have vcrs anymore do we cd players dvd players whatever it might be uh, we're, we're even past that pretty much but all of these things that people fight over and those things are not important you know, you, you, if you're wanting to buy one for your family or for for a, a child, or whatever, that's okay, and and it's good that you get a better deal. But when we when we realize the whole reason behind Christmas is that God loves us and that He sent His Son, this should change everything. That's more about what the devotion is about for you tomorrow. It should change everything. So. These qualities are found in the announcement of the angel at the birth of Jesus, and they should be prevalent in our atmosphere of the day. But we have allowed so many things to distract us from the joy which is found in the coming of Jesus. We're distracted, as I said. We're distracted by not even terribly bad things, but we're distracted by things that happen or things that are going on at take our attention off of the reason for the season. You remember we used to say that Jesus is the reason for the season. We're distracted by things that are not bad, but they are they are still a distraction. I know that there are a lot of people who don't have Christmas trees because they say they're they have pagan roots. I, you know, I understand that uh, all, all the pagan influences of Christmas, but we don't celebrate it for those pagan reasons. And I have a Christmas tree in my house. We had a Christmas tree on the stage last week for the Christmas play. I don't see a problem with that. That's your convictions if you feel like that's, that you shouldn't have one. That's perfectly fine. But I, what, I, what I want us to say is the tree is not the center. I, I hate the song, O oh Christmas tree, O oh Christmas tree, how lovely are thy branches. I hate it. Because it's not about Christmas tree. It's about Jesus Christ. We get so distracted sometimes when, when we have a good, a good weather day and we hang up lights or we put out Christmas decorations we get, we get busy into that and we're thinking about the decorations more than why we're decorating when we're shopping we're worried so much about the money we're spending or the money we don't have to spend or will this person like this gift and if we're so I'm going to say this don't mean to step on any toes but if we're so petty i'll say it. if we're so petty that all we're worried about is, is gifts and whether i like what i received our hearts are wrong and i understand children sometimes don't know the difference but it's up it's up to us parents to teach them the truth the reason for the season is not so i can get gifts it's because god gave a gift amen it's, there's so much joy. The, the Bible tells us that, and Tracy shared a, a little while ago how she didn't understand this when she was a child, but it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And, and the Bible tells us that God gave us a gift that's immeasurable it's beyond belief it's the it's the greatest gift we could ever imagine the gift of his own son the gift that comes through Jesus Christ is the gift of eternal life and we were doomed to hell we were on our way to hell we couldn't I said it in my prayer earlier we couldn't reach up and we couldn't reach him he was too far away he's too holy he was too high but he reached down for us and oh the joy that should bring into our lives and we're so distracted by little things for my family, it's a, it's a distraction of we're going to Kentucky. We're going to get to see family. We're going to get to be with family. Some of our family will not get to be there in the morning because they have church in the morning. And that you know what? That's a distraction for them. And they're, they're upset that we're going to be there and they're not going to be. And, and I understand that. But the purpose of, of celebrating Christmas is to keep Jesus at the center and to realize the joy that he brings and the peace that he brings. And, and what a thrill it is to know, not just know about the story of Christmas, but to know this baby who was born in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. I know him personally. I should be excited. I should be filled with joy. I should wake up not only on Christmas morning like a child who's filled with excitement and joy, I should wake up every morning thinking, I know Jesus, the Savior of the world. He's my King. He's my Lord. He's my God. And He knows me. And because He knows me and I know Him, I have eternal life with Him forever in heaven. I've got joy, unspeakable, full of glory. So I want to just encourage you to Stop right now. The clock may be a little bit off, but about uh, 14, it says 14 after 11. It's usually a little bit slow, a little fast. Okay. 15 after 11, let's say. Stop right now. And let's look for that original feeling that was proclaimed at the Lord's first coming. Let me go back through these things. There was hope. Let me read this again to you from verse 10. The angels reassured them, don't be afraid. How many of you need to hear that right now in this mixed up crazy world? Don't be afraid. Let me, let, me, let me take you back to the original announcement. Don't be afraid. You don't have anything to be afraid of. You don't have to be afraid of whether or not you can afford to have dinner tomorrow. Because the word of God says that the Lord supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. If you don't have dinner tomorrow, come see me today before you leave here. We'll be sure that you do. You don't have to worry about whether or not your your family is, is going to show up, and it, because maybe, hopefully, they will, but if they don't, God has promised that he will be there. You don't have to worry about whether or not you have the money to buy what you think you need to buy for someone, because it's not about the gifts anyway, it's about the gift, Jesus Christ. So let me encourage you this morning, don't be afraid. The angel said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people good news what is the good news what's another word one word that we use for good news gospel somebody over here said it gospel that was my wife praise the lord pastor's wife knew that word the gospel the gospel of jesus christ the word says the gospel of jesus christ will be preached to all the world and then will the end come you here this morning have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus Christ, the good news is that we were on our way to hell, but God reached down to us through the person of his son, Jesus Christ, and redeemed us from the pit, and we don't have to go to hell anymore, I'll tell you, that's good news, if you have never heard it before, it's good news, so this is good news, and it's to all people, it's not just to church people not just to christian people it's not just to the jewish people this message this good news is for everybody If they'll believe on Jesus Christ, you're saying it's not just for Christians. I'm saying this message, the good news is for everybody. If they believe on Jesus Christ, they'll become Christians. But it's not just for those who call themselves Christians that the good news was given. The good news of Jesus Christ is to all people. It's to young people. It's to old people. It's to middle-aged people. It's to rich people, to poor people, to black people, to white people, to yellow people. If there's any green people, it's to them. It's to all people. I want you to know that the good news good news of Jesus Christ should stir up in you that we have something to be excited, to be joyful about on Christmas. It is good news that Jesus came. And this good news is to all people. Verse 11, the Savior, yes the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem. There is a Savior, the Savior, The Messiah, the Lord. The Savior means the one who will save us. The the Messiah, if we look at that, it is the the one who was to come, who was anointed of God. The Lord means master, was born in Bethlehem. So in, in this little portion of the announcement, the angels were saying that there is salvation. There was no salvation before. There was still the mercy of God, but there was no salvation. The Word says there's no salvation in any other name. So in Jesus Christ, now there is salvation. And He he was the anointed one of God who came to complete the plan of God. And He is the Lord of all creation. He's the master over everything. The good news is that Jesus has come. And it's a great joy to all people. And He is Savior and He is Messiah or Christ and He is Lord. And then verse 14, glory to God in the highest heaven. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God. Who made this miracle come to pass? God. Glory goes to Him. The glory doesn't go to the church, the glory doesn't go to the pastor, the glory doesn't go to to the group of people who are singing with candles. Praise God, you all did a great job this morning. But the glory doesn't go to us, the glory goes to God. It's His plan. Jesus was the Lamb that was slain from the foundations of the earth. And the plan is that all people can be saved through Jesus Christ. What good news, what joy this is. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and when there is glory to God, when there is full glory to God, there will be full peace on earth. It's not happened yet, but when the day comes that the glory of God is praised fully by those in earth, then there will be peace on earth. Or maybe we would say it the other way when when peace on earth comes we'll give praise and glory to god i think that might be the way you would think about it but that really isn't the way the order it comes in there's there's coming a day and this might not delineate it very well but there's coming a day when god's going to put an end to the curse one of the songs that we sung talked about this he'll put an end to the curse no more let sin and sorrows reign, nor thorns infest the ground. There's coming a day when the end of the curse that's upon the world, it'll be over and and the glory of God will be to the highest heavens and there will be peace on earth because Jesus, the Prince of Peace, will be reigning on this earth with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Now some of us right now are questioning Peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Is God pleased with me? I don't seem to have peace, so he must not be pleased with me. I want you to understand that if you're in Christ Jesus, that brings the favor of the Lord into your life. God is pleased when you confess Jesus as your Savior, when you repent of your sins, when you turn to him. God is pleased with that. And because he is pleased, then the word tells us that that we have peace. How many of you remember the day or the night, whatever, that you gave your heart to the Lord? And you remember that peace comes with that knowing that now I've passed from death into life. I have a home in heaven. I see hands all over the building. There's peace that comes in knowing Jesus. I want you to understand that sometimes we struggle with things and sometimes we're not as faithful as we should be and our peace will will seem to to wane and, and it comes and goes but I want you to know that God he loves us and he is merciful and he is graceful toward us and he loves you and and there is peace for you and if you're feeling like your peace is waning all you have to do is get closer to him. Because the closer you are to God, the more peace there is to be found. If you're being disobedient, be obedient. If you're being distant, get close. Because peace is found in the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. So let's stop right now and look for the original feeling that was, that was proclaimed that first night of the Lord's coming. Because there is now hope. Not no hope. There's now hope. Some of you might be here this morning and you just feel like there's there's really no hope. I don't have a future. I don't have any family. I don't have whatever. It it might feel that way. But I want to tell you this morning that the good news is that God has reached down to us. And because He's reached to us, there's hope. There's hope no matter what's going on in your life. There's hope no matter what's going on in the world. There's hope. And because of Jesus, we can lift our head and we can continue. And I can promise you that better days are coming because... God reigns I'm not saying that tomorrow Will be a better day I don't know that But I can promise you that better days are coming Because God reigns And there is coming a day as we've just talked about When all things will be made new All things will be made right The good news is God reached down to us We were without hope and no one could help But now there is hope The Bible tells us that we all like sheep have gone astray In Isaiah chapter 53 verse 6 and we should know that all of us have found ourselves in a place where we're away from God. I, I have to share with you this morning that if you're in a place where you feel like there's no hope, I'm not even saying that you're not right with the Lord, you're not a Christian, that's not my point, that's not what I'm trying to get to, maybe, maybe that's the case for you, maybe it's not, but my point is if you feel like there's no hope, there's no joy, there's no peace, you need to come into this original announcement and realize that through Jesus Christ, all of this is available. If you don't know the Lord as your Savior, today needs to be that day. The Word tells us that today is the day of salvation if we harden not our hearts. If you do know Jesus as your Savior, let me tell you that if you're not experiencing what was found here that first day of what we would call the first Christmas, if you're not experiencing that, It's simply because we're focusing on the wrong things. It's all found in Jesus Christ. It's all found in Him.